My name is Anne Crossett. I'm a dancer and choreographer, artistic director, and I've been working in dance probably since I was three years old. I'm 64. I'm blessed to have had a long performance career and blessed to have had the opportunity to develop uh, dance and conditions for dance, knowledge for dance, as I have been proceeding in my life. I've had tons of fabulous incidents and accidents and experiences in my life, and I think if we want to look at a recent one, on January 8, 2018, I went and met Johnny Macreda, as I had been awarded a, a really fine, fancy, wonderful uh, Anna Kennelsa, and that uh, was such that I was uh, one of two uh, dancers uh, this year at the Royal Theatre that was awarded um, a, a Rilla course. So on the 8th of January, uh, this year I was knighted, and that was extremely moving and fun and and fancy and um in a certain way maybe i still haven't kind of gotten over it but i do know that when i was uh, receiving information about this possible award uh it was just normal it was a normal day i came home from work and my husband said how was your day i just said kind of ish let's have dinner and went and got the post and got letters, advertisements out of our post box, walked through the apartment to the kitchen and on the way kind of ripped the letter open with teeth or hands or whatever, read it backwards, saw it was something from the Royal Theater and and saw that the upside-down last word was something about decorations and I immediately thought the kids that I work with at the theater company B that are supposed to take responsibility and and come with ideas had perhaps already gone down to the technicians in the scene department and asked for this tree that they'd seen in a performance, which I had already told them I, I didn't think that was maybe a good idea, but maybe they had done that or that... Um, there were some sets, uh, sets that weren't going to be used and that if I signed under and whatever, I could get these decorations. Now, we have a, a, a nice apartment. It's not that long, but all these thoughts are going through my head. My head is working out solutions sometimes before I even know their problems. And by the time I got down and could sit at the kitchen table, turn the letter over, I, I saw it wasn't about decorations or set designs or weird things that kids had done. It was that that I was to be decorated by uh, the queen, and I was to be knighted for the work that I had done uh, for dance in my career and uh, for the work that I've been doing at the Royal Theater. And when you receive um, Anna Kenelse from the outside... Uh, and I have been uh, awarded tons of legates and 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 prizes. That this one is is very provocating because, and this is going to sound kind of weird and sick, but th- there's no money with it. 
when you get a you know a lovely um, a legate or stipendium, you're absolutely honored. You do good work, and you kind of achieve what was told or why you were getting this money. And this one, there's no money attached. I'm not complaining, but it makes you think more. And I, th- I don't know. Uh, maybe why I got it then, but I can feel what I'm using it for now. And that in terms of um, my career, and I really feel like I've had three of them, I uh, was doing a, a final project. I was doing a retirement project, and somebody saw it. I, I was doing it with kids. It was... Um, kind of one of the things where I feel like just kind of give back and take the things that we have around us now and apply it to the dance world. It was an internet project with children in the Middle East and children with in Denmark. And uh, it was a project where for a year, these kids in Odense and Amman, Jordan, once a month connected through internet sent video links to each other, worked off each other's choreographies, and at the end of this year-long project, the kids from Amman, Jordan, would come up and have uh, 10 days with kids in Denmark, put a show together, and tour. So, And that's lovely, I thought, for someone who didn't even own a laptop, had no idea what a video link was, but it all sounded fine, and it sounded like that would be a good step for kids in in the dance world and inexpensive. And then I would go and pay attention to my husband and learn to play golf or something like that. So um, uh, someone sees this project, and then I'm headhunted to come in and look at the Royal Theater, make a report around uh, certain issues that they were facing, that the public was, you know, 65 and older, that there were uh, really uh, no young kids interested in coming to the Royal Theater. The boys, uh, there were very few boys that were interested in ballet at the Royal Theater and that the kids were actual at the school were had pretty sloppy rehearsal techniques. So I'm headhunted to come in and to look at this and and also in regards to the theater's outreach program and write a report. And I wrote that report and came up with different suggestions. And one of the suggestions they picked out and then said, would you do it? And that was this kids' company, a kids' company for, by, and with children, where kids are front and center. Um, So you could see all these kids that were being told constantly by adults. And what would happen if we flipped it and that they started deciding where art should be or what kind of repertoire they wanted to make or what are rules of companies and rehearsal rules. And um, and that was uh, pretty fascinating. And for three years, it was mobbed. The project was mobbed. There was uh, not really support from the leadership, but there was a ton of support, one by kids who were like, duh, this is amazing, hello, of course, and um, just took and ran with it. And then there were departments within the theater that just thought, this is great, this is new. One of the ones that 
immediately came on board with this project was the costume department where they said, whoa, the kids that you're working with are now so respectful in costume fittings. They are putting their costumes up as they're moving on. They're just is so lovely to work with. Um, and the kids and, and the, those departments getting on board kind of gave uh, impetus for me not to give up on it because it wasn't really, really pleasant to be doing this. And um, after about three years of working like that, and that's, I, I mean, I could feel I, it took a lot of work and I kind of, um, I didn't go out. I didn't see that much in the dance world. I didn't connect with a lot of people. I felt a little isolated in there. After three years, the tides turn and the upper offices of the Royal Theater is like, okay, now we get it. Now we get it. And then when they got it, then it got more formalized, seeing, uh, you know, what what this could do. But um, what, what's kind of fun about this is, is then, you know, receiving this award and then f- researching, it's also made me, like, go back and look at where these things came from. And, and uh, you know, it's not... A precise uh, history that I'm going to give, but the, the I know I know from back in the day from doing choreography at, at, at for Folketeat of Hunchback of Notre Dame, that's back in the Middle Ages where man you couldn't even get artists and actresses and especially dancers you know in the church they couldn't be uh, confirmed they couldn't be buried in the church they were not worthy of that so that's like hmm what well, what's that about so i know there was that aspect that went on in society with with artists and then you figure oh this is cool to read it's it's high bear you know in the 18 20s, 30s, or 40s, it says, you know, to the court of Denmark, you know, artists could actually get this course thing that you've been handing out to generals or uh, great politicians. You know, they, 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 they're making a real contribution to society. And then I think I, I read, I hope I got this right, I'm pretty sure, it's only for the last 50 years it's been given out to women that are like, hey, you know, they're also worthy of something. Duh. And then sometimes you think, okay, Len, this is it. It goes back to the royal family, the royal court. And um, you think, okay, who was wearing this one before? And then, like, I don't know, who gets it next? It's actually a, a, a really... Um, lovely piece of jewelry, and it's um, it's not uh, super large or glittery. It's tasteful. It is a cross. It's on a ribbon, not one that goes over your shoulder, but a smaller ribbon that is um, red and white, and it is designed. The one that I have, I think, from a jeweler from about 1890s. There's a lot of history is associated with this that you just never, like, on your own would kind of uh, Google on an evening where you didn't have anything to do. But um, I received all sorts of papers about the um, the officialness of the visit and, and um, I spent a lot of time 
preparing words uh, for the queen and uh, uh, organizing a very symbolic outfit and then having to have you know members of my family sign under a document that's from like 1661 that they will return this uh, you know, when I die, it doesn't go on, that they will return it. And if it has been lost, they will come up with something of equal value. And the document is absolutely uh, gorgeous and and kind of thought-provoking um, for those of us that sometimes it's like, when I die, it's like, if I die. Hmm. And then... Um, the fact that that the family can also place it on the coffin uh, to show that that um, body of spirit has um, made a nice contribution. <laughs> 